0: While you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News On The Go. I'm Mark Fry and here are just some of the headlines for Friday, February 9th, 2024. Sentencing for a former St. Paul Parks and Rec employee who shot a teenage boy last winter. Good news for next weekend's Big World Cup cross-country ski race in Minneapolis. And a movie shot in Minnesota is making its big screen debut this weekend. Our top story. All those in favor of approving the resolution related to the non-binding letter of intent with Fairview Health Services, please say aye. 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 With that, the University of Minnesota Board of Regents unanimously approved a non-binding letter of intent to buy back its teaching hospital in Minneapolis from Fairview Health Services, Board Chair Janie on after the vote. I was very concerned, say, a year ago. And I do remember, even when I came on as a regent, knowing that we had these deadlines looming and that we were going to have to make a decision by uh, the end of 2023 about our, the continued relationship with Fairview. No price has been announced, but the university intends to complete the full purchase of the four health facilities by the end of 2027. A former St. Paul Parks and Recreation worker who shot and severely injured a 16-year-old boy outside the Jimmy Lee Rec Center in St. Paul last January will spend 10 years in prison. In addition to the prison sentence, 27-year-old Xavier Binford Jr. must pay $34,000 in restitution to the family. Binford shot the boy after two teens got into a fight at the Rec Center. The boy of the family says he's now living with permanent brain damage and that he still has bone and bullet fragments in his brain. The boy's family is suing the city of St. Paul. A 7-year-old girl is now at home recovering from multiple dog bites she received after getting off a school bus in St. Paul's Frogtown neighborhood Thursday afternoon. She was taken to Children's Hospital in St. Paul with serious bite wounds to her head and leg. Sergeant Mike Ernster with the St. Paul Police Department. This is a terrible incident that um, I can't imagine what she went through um, and what her mom went through in this situation. So we want to locate these dogs and um, who owns them and try to hold them responsible. Witnesses say the girl got off the school bus and was walking home when five to seven dogs attacked her. Police are investigating after an infant died at a Western Minnesota casino early yesterday morning. Police responded to Prairie's Edge Casino in Granite Falls on a report of an unresponsive infant. The one-month-old was pronounced dead at the scene. It's unclear whether or not criminal investigation is underway. The Midwest Medical Examiner's Office is performing that autopsy. A new bill seeking to lift the burden of medical debt off Minnesota families is gaining support from state leaders. The Minnesota Debt Fairness Bill is being backed by Minnesota Governor Tim Walz, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, and co-developer of the bill, Attorney General Keith Ellison. Governor Walz says an expensive trip to the hospital shouldn't be treated the same as credit card debt. Debt because you had a heart attack or were hit by a car or have an illness is an entirely different thing. And the idea that we're charging massive interest on that, that we're reporting it to the credit bureau and we're Destroying lives over it makes absolutely no sense. It does not help the health care system. It certainly doesn't help Minnesotans. The bill would ban the withholding of medical services due to unpaid debt and reduce high interest rates on medical debts. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Well, 2024 is going to be a very busy year politically with voters casting their ballots for president. In Minnesota, Republicans will be trying to regain control of the House, which has been in the hands of Democrats who control the House, Senate, and Governor's office. In today's WCCO In-Depth, Susie Jones explains how that fact might influence legislative action. From legalizing marijuana to protecting abortion access, Democrats passed pretty much everything on their to-do list last year. This year, the list is likely to be shorter. Governor Walz has already proposed a public construction bill, and there's expected to be work done on an equal rights bill, end-of-life bill, and a sports betting bill, to name a few. Twin Cities public television political reporter Mary LaHammer says members of the House will also be in campaign mode with control of the House on the line. And that's still just, you know, four seats Republicans would have to pick up to flip it. So I think every vote they'll be watching, making sure nobody is sick or traveling or away because it's still slim margins in both chambers. Republicans have raised $1.17 million, a GOP record for House elections. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. There's nobody happier than Claire Wilson today. She's the executive director of the Lopit Foundation in charge of next weekend's big World Cup cross-country ski race. The event is officially a go after many stressful, snowless, warm weeks. I am sitting here watching multiple crews at work preparing the course. We are waiting for the temperature to drop just a little bit more, and we're going to start the snow guns to make a bit more snow. But it's happening. It's really happening, and we are already seeing Literally hundreds of folks descend on our little park getting it ready. They've already been able to make seven kilometers worth of trails that are about two feet deep. Wilson says they're asking everyone to stay off the trails as they prepare for the event. Skiers from all over the world will descend on Minneapolis next week. A special event for those with special needs is coming to an end tomorrow night at St. Croix Lutheran Academy. It's a night to shine. A prom for those with special needs. And it's more than just a dance. St. Croix Lutheran Academy's Lorna Kapanki. Hair and makeup and a shoe shine and red carpet and paparazzi and limo rides. And it's really designed to be a very grand gesture. But after eight years, this event is unfortunately coming to an end, mainly due to significant changes to their planning team. Several of them have already moved, many of them are moving, and then I've got several people that used to be very local, and now they travel extensively for work. But for one last time, all honored guests will have a night to shine and be crowned king and queen. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. Fresh off their exciting 59-56 victory over Michigan State Tuesday, their third straight win. The Gophers men's basketball team now shifts their focus to Iowa. Although the Hawkeyes beat Minnesota 86-77 in their prior meeting, Iowa has gone 2-4 and four in their last six games. Two teams moving in different directions, but Coach Ben Johnson knows not to take them lightly. They're always... Top of the league and scoring top of the league and fast break points like I think they still are this year. They get the ball out so fast and, and they're a totally different team at home than on the road. Offensively, they got firepower and you've got to be on 10 all the time. Tip-off is set for 2 p.m. Sunday in Iowa City. Minneapolis Public Schools' new superintendents wrapping up her first week on the job. Dr. Lisa Sales-Adams began her teaching career in North Minneapolis in 1996. That building is gone. In its place, the MPS offices, where she now works as superintendent. When I was getting into education, I actually was a student at the University of Minnesota. And during that time, a lot of our pre-service teachers either wanted to work in Minneapolis Public Schools or St. Paul Public Schools. I wanted to work in Minneapolis Public Schools and I was honored to get a job in Minneapolis so that excitement is constant and then to come back as a superintendent, I never would have imagined that. Dr. Sales Adams had a lot of meet and greets during her first week. Next week, she'll sit down with the four committees that have been working on the MPS budget. In North Minneapolis, Al Schock, Talk 830, WCCO. And a movie shot right here in Minnesota hits the big screen this weekend. Marmalade, starring Joe Keery from Stranger Things, was filmed in Jordan. The romantic heist film tells the story of a man in prison and his relationship with a woman during a romantic but ill-fated bank heist Filming in Jordan took place in June of 2022, drawing hundreds of residents and visitors, hoping to catch a glimpse of the world. Thank you for tuning in. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830-WCCO.